Hello everyone and welcome to another recap race analysis here on the Second Day and Extra channel or if you're listening on the Second Day podcast and it is stage six, the big, well, second big test of the mountains here at the Vuelta España and I'm joined by Patrick Blake of Audu Cycling and one third of the Echelon Cycling podcast and I mean, yeah, Patrick, we're both in red, it's the Vuelta España but what happened on the stage today? Like the, the tactics of it started beforehand when Avenapol openly stated that he was looking to give away the red jersey today, which is kind of then gave the green light for every single climbing breakaway artist to go into the breakaway because obviously Sudar Quickstep weren't going to chase it down. They even got people in the move. It was a massive group. I can't remember the exact number, but it was over 30 riders. It was contained a lot of important uh, riders who were close on GC, including Lenny Martinez, who was sitting in third place in GC before the stage started. And generally, the gap went out to about six minutes, but then the Ineos Grenadiers and Movistar brought it back to just about three minutes before the start of the climb, which was kind of 10 kilometers long, but included the final four or five kilometers were averaging over 10%. So it was a really difficult climb. And we were all set for a breakaway battle and then also going to have a GC battle. So in the breakaway group, it was Stora who was setting the pace for Lenny Martinez. Obviously, it was Rubio who set out first for Movistar about four kilometers to go and we saw a reaction from Bardet and also from Lenny Martinez to try and get across to him but it was Sepp Kuss who bided his time nice and patient who then bridged across to all these riders and then off camera whilst we were busy looking at what was going on behind which I'll talk about in a second but then Kuss went by those guys and pretty much just wasn't seen again so Sepp Kuss took a pretty convincing stage victory but he didn't take the red jersey that does go to Lenny Martinez behind all that in the peloton it was GC crazy action Sudar Quicks that were setting the pace but then Primoz Roglic attacked i was skeptical if it was going to happen i thought oh, he's crashed who knows what's going to be happening rumors that vingegaard wasn't feeling good today or whatever lots of just stuff bubbling away also talk about sudar quick step riders being ill but we'll talk about that as well in a little bit but when roglic attacked avenapool went backwards and he was overtaken by lots of other gc riders and was being paced by his team i think it was jan hurt trying uh, limit his losses. He had Garrett Thomas on his wheel as well. But Roglic attacked. And then again, off camera, Vingegaard caught up to Roglic and Mass went with him as well. They were being paced by Televolta. Honestly, it was like I wasn't sure if I was watching the Vuelta or Pro Cycling Manager because Jumbo Visma were going crazy today on all fronts. But eventually, when it comes down to the crux of it, Roglic and Vingegaard managed to break away and gain. A handful of seconds, I think it was on a Yuzo who finished super strong up the climb. Almeida was a few seconds behind them alongside Ita Brooks. Mass was in there as well. Avenapool lost 32 seconds to Primoz Roglic and Jonas Vingegaard today. So although it is 30 seconds and that's not great, that was quite good damage limitation by Remco Avenapool. So the top 10 of the stage is Sepp Kusten first, Lenny Martinez in second, Bardet third, then Mikhail Lander, Mark Solaire, Wout Pauls, Ina Rubio, Christian Rodriguez, Steph Kras, and Jefferson Cepeda of Kaya Rural. And the top 10 in GC, Lenny Martinez moves into first, followed by Sepp Kuss, Mark Solaire, Wout Pauls, Steph Kras, Mikhail Lander, Jefferson Cepeda, David de la Cruz, Avenapol drops to ninth, and Mass moves up into 10th place. So loads going on today, and I realise I've been rambling for a little bit, so what did you make of it, Scott? 
Yeah, the Welta Espana finally on fire. Completely incredible. Uh, Jumbo Visma really showing the might, but like you said, the resilience in Remco was incredible as well. Lenny Martinez, uh, I be isn't he the youngest rider? Well, he's one of the youngest riders. He's one of. There's so many, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I mean, everyone's been talking about Alterbrooks, who's a bit older than Lenny Martinez, but... Yeah, I mean, we've we've discussed Lenny Martinez as well. I can't think of the last rider who's been this young. But, I mean, we should have started with Sepp Kuss. Uh, what a win for him. As we know, it's his fifth Grand Tour in a row or something crazy. And his third one of the year, obviously trying to do the team hat-trick and win all three Grand Tours. But, yeah, didn't get the uh, red jersey. But, um, yeah, what did you make of his effort? And do you think he could potentially be some kind of GC we always talk about his GC potential. I always feel like Sepkus is very happy just being the domestique deluxe, but it would be really cool to see him be given some kind of leadership. But I don't know if that's not what he wants to do, then I, I guess that's, that's on him. But he was just incredible today. I think his performance was unexpected for me. I really thought for the third Grand Tour of the year, I thought he'd be, you know, just hanging on to just pace Roglic and Vingegaard, but then like popping just like every time. I really wasn't expecting a stage win from him. I thought he would be really tied to Yona and Primoz for a lot of the stages. Honestly, yeah, I I'd, I'd can't believe that a dude who's, you know, done his third Grand Tour of the season is still so competitive. It's it's pretty unbelievable, to be honest with you. And that just shows the depth that Yumbo Visma had because then they were clever enough to drop back Valter to pace Roglic and Vingegaard. It was, you couldn't have literally done this better if you were Yumbo Visma. Although I am quite surprised, I'm not sure if you are, that they didn't gain Roglic and Vingegaard, that is. They didn't gain that much time on like an Ayuso, for example, who was finishing really strong. You saw him sprinting. I don't know. It seemed to me that Roglic and Vingegaard, I'm not sure it's very hard to tell just from like looking at them, but it didn't look like they were going full gas to the line. Like it looked like they were sort of like easing it up a little bit. And I don't know. I thought they were going to be pretty savage and just like really like Roglic sprinting to the line and stuff. But they seemed pretty chill about it. Like they'd got the stage win and they're like, ah, oh, we've dropped Avenapool. But arguably they need to be looking at a Yuzo more as kind of a serious threat to them. Do you think? I think you're right. I think they. Do you think they thought they cracked Remco more because? Yeah, like you said, I when Remco went, I was like, okay, there you go. It's two, three minutes. But yeah, it was only 32 seconds in the end, which isn't... He's still ahead of them in the GC. So it's not like they've overtaken him. Okay, Sepkus has, but we, we've just discounted him as a GC man. But yeah, Juan Ayuso, I mean, I picked him as uh, my welter winner. So we'll see how that goes. But Juan Ayuso, amazing rider. We third place last year. His potential... Yeah, well... He, he must be even better this year. But they lost Jane Byne as well. That's got to be a big blow for the team. Yeah, that will be a big blow for the team. And there was quite a few people stepping off today as well, including Bajoli went for the quick step as well. I think there might have been one or two of us who are slipping my mind. But yeah, Jay Vine is a big loss because that is, you know, he was really integral on stage three for setting the pace. You know, that, that was going to be his role was he was going to be sort of the equivalent of Sepp Kuss for if, if UAE wanted to put Pates 
into the peloton to try and set up an Ayuso attack or put pressure on people, he would be that guy. And, you know, to lose somebody from that team, you know, he would he's arguably one of the worst ones to have lost because you're going to be, you know, Soler's going to probably fill into that role now. Uh, so, yeah, it is a little bit tricky for UAE, but uh, I don't know how are you going to... Like, the problem is trying to crack Primoz and Jonas now. They were literally on a different level today. Just They literally just rode off hand in hand into the sunset and with, with Sepkus already up the road, it was completely dominant from Yuma Visma. There's no other word to describe it. But I don't know, do you want to talk about the uh, quick step thing that's going on? Yeah, is it... They they have illness going around. Bajoli, as you said, left. Uh, Vervake has apparently been ill as well. Yesterday's stage, uh, we didn't mention that. And then only Jan Hurt in the end. So it's like Jan Hurt versus Jumbo Visma, which doesn't seem like a fair battle. No, it doesn't really. I think that Remco said in the press that he's fine, like he's not ill, but I don't know, I swear that I've heard riders in, in like the COVID sort of span, I swear I heard riders say, oh no, I'm fine. And then a few days later, they had a positive COVID test. You know, even even this year when Remco, I swear Remco said that he was fine. And then a few days later, he, you know, left the Giro. So, you know, call me pessimist, but I'm not quite always willing to just take the rider's word for it nowadays. I, I you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, Remco did perhaps have an illness, but he's just throwing up a bit of a smoke screen just to kind of keep people off. But yeah, it's not great for Sudar Quickstep. The team already wasn't particularly strong. That's been said by a lot of people, including us. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, having people going out with illness, especially like Bagioli as well, you know, that's, it's it's not great, especially when, you know, after today, he they are a little bit on the back foot. The momentum is with Jumbo Visma. You know, how do you put pressure on them in a mountain train when you only have like a couple of mountain domestiques who, in all honesty, probably won't be able to isolate to Yuma Bisma to just Roglic and Vingegaard. You know, it's not like Adam Yates back in the tour who could kind of shred it up for Pogaccia. It's not the same kind of thing. So I don't really know what people are going to be doing because like you say, UAE lost Vine and Sudar don't really have the ability to put pressure on Jumbo either, so I don't really see anybody really being able to challenge Jumbo Visma unless they get a bit creative with satellite riders, perhaps. Uh, yeah, I almost feel like none of Sudal Quickstep's climbers would make it into Jumbo Visma's team, which seems quite harsh, but I, I think that that is true. But nevertheless, um, I mean, the favourites out of the way, we still have Lenny Martinez in the red jersey. How long do you think he's going to keep this jersey for? It'll be for a few stages at least, I'd say. You know, it might it might even get past the rest day, I think. More than likely he would lose it around the TT, I would expect. But at the same time, he has like a three minute advantage on Avonapool. Two minutes and forty seven seconds. That's not a small amount. And you know, even for Avonapool, the world time trial champion, two minutes and forty seven, I reckon he would just about be able to make that up on Lenny Martinez on the TT, which I think, correct me if I'm wrong, is about 25 kilometers relatively flat. So it's about there where Aiden Paul could probably take time on Martinez to get it back. But I think it's going to be quite hard because Lenny is not a slouch. You know, we saw that stage three. He was, you know, through 
talent and hard work and just good legs he was up there on stage three it wasn't a fluke i think that he could hold it for a while do you think that it was a mistake letting lenny get into the breakaway because of his yeah, kind of reticency rider what yeah i mean that that's on the same notion of was it a good idea for remco venipol to announce i want to lose the jersey like didn't need to say that yeah it's strange I'd, I'd... I don't know. I'd like to see him keep it for a long time. I would like to yeah. see him win it. That would be funny. That would be funny. But I think, I don't know, I guess the breakaway was so large it's really hard to control, but at the same time, you letting the guy in third place who, like, we're not living in an era where people don't know stuff about young riders. You know, that is like the name of the game now, is seeking out riders when they're 17, 18, coming out of junior ranks. These these World Tour teams must know about the quality of Lenny Martinez. You know, he's been taking part in World Tour races. You can't just be so ignorant as to think, oh, we're going to give him over two and a half minutes. You know, he's got three minutes on Jumbo Visma. I think like I, it just seems a little bit ignorant to me that they've, you know, he's got so much time on them. I feel like maybe maybe he deserved a little bit more respect as such a kind of GC threat going into this race because he was already kind of a top 10 candidate and you've basically just given him minutes of advantage already so i'm interested to see how long he holds on to it i'm with you i think that i hope that happens for as long as possible and i think a lot of people are rooting for lenny martinez now as sort of you know people are talking about tebow pino's kind of leaving and martinez is coming in to fill his boots it's a it's a really good story for the the future of French GC prospects. Anyways, that's basically it for this, the mounted stage or the second mounted stage of this year's Vuelta España. Make sure to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel here on the second day next year. And if you haven't already, make sure to comment down below what you thought of the stage. Do you think Lenny Martinez is going to win the Vuelta España or uh, Remco Venable is going to do so? But that's basically it for us. We will see you tomorrow. Thank you for watching and have a nice day.